Welcome to Knowledge Post College, where we talk about life in and after college. Here, we're constantly taking L's, whether that's literally or figuratively. But on here, we try to break it down to three major L's, lifestyle, lows, and lessons we've been through or experienced. For our fifth episode, in light of February and Valentine's Day, we wanted to share all about relationships. So let's get started and talk about the lifestyle of friendships and relationships. So do you want to first talk about friendships? Yeah, I guess I can give a little brief overview on how my friendships and views of friendships have changed over the years. Honestly, I don't think I thought too much about um, the process of forming friends. It kind of just happened naturally when I went to school. I will say um, it was so much easier to make friends in childhood because you kind of see the same people in the same class for like six hours a day. So it's easier to meet up um, during recess or sit next to each other like during a certain activity in class. I think in high school, it was a little bit more intentional um, with making friends, but still, I didn't think about it then, but I still had certain things that tied me to these people every day, whether it's sharing the same class or even just sharing the same life schedule, because we all um, went to school mostly at the same time, and um, we mostly ended at the same time, so like we were able to meet up. But in college, I think that's when I really started to see friendships differently, <laughs> where it was super, super intention- intentional because a lot of people in general will not have the same schedule as me. So if I wanted to stay friends with someone I met in a certain class or a certain activity, like we would both have to make the effort to kind of get each other's contact information and actually use that contact information. And even if we did use that contact information like it's an effort to set up like follow-up meetings so that's kind of how I saw friendships over the years like by chance by chance and then very intentional that's totally true I totally agree okay I'll talk about my experiences so in childhood I think that's similar to you I think when you're younger I don't even remember how I formed a lot of these friendships in school but obviously just seeing them every day and I think a lot of my childhood friends stem from like family friends right so like my family's friends or like my parents friends children I would become friends with them when I was younger because we would just hang out and those were my first few first few like real friendships and then like in high school it's definitely about like um the classes you take and being surrounded with them for so long you're with them like 8 a.m to 3 p.m so it's a lot about people you see mostly and in college mostly intentional because even if you have the same classes you realize that like a lot of times um you don't really sit next to each other unless you guys like text prior to like class and be like let's sit next to each other and even when I was going to classes in college I wasn't really going to make friends I was just going to take lessons and take notes so a lot of my friendships happen besides and outside my classes so it's definitely definitely different but how do you think um, you keep friendships alive or what makes it a true friendship? Yeah, great question. I actually wanted to circle up on a couple things you yes, talked about. Yes, go ahead. First. Um, 
before we move on to the next topic, I think you talked about how some of your first friends in childhood came from like family, mm-hmm. which is so interesting because then I started to think about like, how do we know how to even invite people to be our friends? Cause they don't teach you that in school. That's true. You just kind of go to school. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, for me, I actually didn't have a lot of cousins um, that I was close to growing mm-hmm. up. So, yeah, just I didn't have that, so I don't really know what friendship really meant until I went to school. That's interesting. And um, no, I like I had cousins. We just weren't mm-hmm, that tight mm-hmm. growing up. Not that I remember. I know what you least. mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, I think in preschool, I went to preschool as my first like schooling situation. Mm-hmm. Same. Um, I'm trying to think how I made my first friend. Why is it so hard? But I know who she was. I just don't know how we like, Same. It's kind of crazy because, like, I really don't remember or can tell you how I made friendships in childhood. And I think I'm kind of wondering, like, do you think we just based it off of, like, how they looked? Like, or, like, what made us want to be friends with them? But I just don't remember because I'm just not that young anymore. And, like, I'm not at that age to, like, be, like, relatable to how to make friends as a seven-year-old or however young you are so I don't know yeah I'm trying to guess um I I have like fragments of memories in my mind but I I know for sure the the two girls I was friends with in um, preschool they were people that I saw my parents talking to their parents like when they dropped me off um not like my parents introduced me to that person's kid though I just saw my parents interacting with that person's like mom and then like like she would be behind her mom and I would be behind my parents but like we never talked like my parents didn't introduce Mm -hmm. us but I I have a feeling that after my parents left and I was alone at school and I didn't know who to like hang out with I just went up to the girl or that girl went up to me to hang out because we saw that our parents knew each other maybe that's kind of how it started um I remember my kindergarten best friend who is still my friend today Ashley we were literally friends because I think we were just like placed next to each other in line and we started talking. So it was very like proximity based. I don't, I don't think we like went out of our mm-hmm. way to go across the room to talk. That's to each funny other. you say that actually. So. Cause like my childhood best friend from like preschool or something like that was also because I think we were in line before we went into class and she was just next to me. So maybe it is all about just like people that were close to you, like physically and distance wise or whatever similarity you had with them but I don't really know what we really talked about as a child like because like now that we're adults and making friendships we kind of start off and be like hey what are your hobbies and like kind of get to know that person but like as a child I don't know like what made us like become more friends or like bond in that way because like we didn't have those starter questions you know I think we were probably less picky too. Like if the first impression wasn't like a long conversation, it's totally okay. (laughs) As long as it wasn't like a terrible Mm -hmm. conversation. And I think that kids also just hate being alone, like eating at lunch. So like, even if the first person you talk to, you don't hit it off, like talking 24 seven, like you still hang out with them again, because like, Mm -hmm. why not type of thing. And then, and then I guess more people jump into your group and then y'all become a squad. Um, but I guess maybe just because it was that easy to get in and not necessarily, like, pick each other based on quality conversations, it's also just that easy to, like, not be That's tight with true. all your elementary school mm-hmm. friends. Because I know that I'm only tight with, like, a couple, but not, like, our whole mm-hmm. squad. 
still um it just drifted so quickly after middle school started and I will also say it's because like when you're young you don't really know how to like maintain mm-hmm. friendships I think well. it's also and that's mm-hmm. something about like people growing apart and like when you're friends with someone you're very young like people change a lot especially throughout the years of like being a teenager and I think your morals change and your the way you see life changes so like obviously friendships will change and that's why a lot of people don't have um their like childhood friends to this day yeah okay that went off no I think that so actually worked I was just genuinely um like you talking about your high school or like your childhood friends and how you're close to some but not all of them um that actually works with the question that I gave you earlier which is how do you think you really keep friendships then like what are the principles of keeping a friendship close yeah I think what the principles I don't really know the playbook but I will say for me is that you definitely have to find time to reconnect whether that is like texting at least like maybe once a month or like a FaceTime once a month or a couple months down like you someone or both of you guys have to find a way to reconnect you you can't just not like talk Mm -hmm. to each other for so long um that's kind of how I keep a friendship but I will also say like to like people do grow differently um as you grow up like you just have different different like interests Mm -hmm. um and that's totally okay I don't think different interests is what kind of breaks friendships for me I think what is what breaks it for me or what's hard to keep a friendship is when one person stops responding and that goes both ways right like um I could be the one that's at fault too but I really think it's like when one person stops responding because even with different interests or different goals in life like um and I have friends like that right now where we used to be really similar and now we're really different when we do come together we just share what's different that's true and it's kind Mm -hmm. of interesting to hear um I think different goals and interests is fine, but different values is like another, yeah. I feel like that's another, another story mm, to be told. Way that people drift apart, but I also think like there's really no rule book of how to keep a friendship because um, you can't like list off things and be like if you Facetime them once a week and text them once a month and do this, you'll keep a friendship alive. Because like even if you do that with some people, it just won't be a real friendship and there's people like you can call maybe like once a few months or like you meet up with them once a few years and like you'll still be the same when you're together and still have that friendship so I think there's just so many different types of friendships and like there's no rule of like keeping one but there is like but you gotta keep remember that like um you still have to put in the effort right so if someone is communicating with you saying that they want you to talk with them and like have a call with them just because you feel like you're close doesn't mean you should ignore those like um quality time together but that also goes um into another question that I had which is do you think there's different types of friendships whether that's weaker friendships or closer friendships or what qualifies a best friend for you yeah, um, that's that's a great question. I'm sorry. I just wanted to bounce back on uh-huh. just one thing. Um, yeah, like thinking about it, like it is so important to maintain communication with your friend. Like you like definitely don't leave them hanging for like a couple of years. And like, you know, you can't really stay close if you don't talk to someone for like a couple of years. But also not making like a bucket list. Like I have to talk to this person like exactly. once a week. 
um, something else I also noticed is that like um, it's not just about having a conversation like if I have a conversation with someone and I feel like I learned nothing new about this person or I didn't share anything like that's just having a conversation to have a conversation but there's not much quality or depth Mm -hmm. so like yes on reconnecting but it also kind of has to have some type of like death to it like both sides are sharing both sides are listening (laughs) like both sides are listening both sides are sharing it has to be like really really yeah it can't just be like oh we had a conversation checklist um this week and we're gonna have one again next week we're hella close now like it doesn't work that way um, in my opinion it doesn't because there are some people yeah. that you can see a lot and yeah still exactly from, sometimes i wish there was just... a list of things yeah, or like I a list for was. each people and be like this is how you keep a friendship but maybe that's actually a good thing to know like maybe if you know what you want in a friendship it's not actually like making a physical list but maybe telling them your friend like this is what i kind of want in out of our friendship and like, especially if you guys are having, like, a hard time, it's important to communicate with your friend that, like, this is what you're looking for or this is what you feel like you're not gaining from the friendship so that you keep it a healthy relationship. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And to the question, right, like, do you have different types of friendships or how do you categorize friendships? I try not to be too specific, but I, I will say I, I would have, like, three to four buckets. Um, I don't think about people putting people into buckets when I talk to them but I will say how the hierarchy usually goes for me is that like there's acquaintances so people I know and they know me but like we really will not talk to each other unless we just bumped into each other in the street type of type of mm-hmm. thing like saying hello and the, yeah just like saying hello to friends yeah. or people I know and then I just have like regular friends where it's like if I bump into you maybe I'll set up some time to grab lunch with you this week. Um, so there are people I bump into and I'll only say hi and it won't go further. But then there's also people that, oh, I kind of enjoyed meeting this person at some point in life. Why not have like a lunch catch up just randomly? Like maybe it'll happen just once a year and that's okay. Yeah. Just regular friends, like people I can see having a conversation that extends a simple hello. Mm-hmm. Cause I know there are some people I can only have a simple hello and that's, that's totally fine. And then I have, um, so acquaintance, friends, and then I have good friends. Good friends is really tricky um, because what comes after that is best friends. And I feel like there's such a big shift in in those two (laughs) categories. Like, I feel like the other three flow really well, Mm -hmm. but I feel like good friend versus best friend is a big shift. But I will say how I define a good friend is someone that I feel close enough that I can probably talk to you for at least an hour but I don't think you're someone that um I don't know like I I will talk to you for my entire life and these are the people that just kind of come in and out of my life and there's nothing wrong with that um nothing wrong with that but they're not someone that's always constant or regular in my life um and I will say a best friend is someone that is more constant and up to date with my life. And it doesn't mean I have to text this person every single day. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not like that. But just the, the death of our conversations, it, it's just deeper. I will say good friends. And I talk about things like, I don't know, like something small that's bothering me or like maybe traveling, shopping, hobbies. But I think with best friends, it, it gets more on the vulnerable side of things in the conversations Mm -hmm. um and it's someone I wholeheartedly wholeheartedly trust that I don't have to be in the same class the same school 
the same job or the same like location to continue being friends with um, at this point in my life like best friends are people I'm really not afraid of being like super far away from and not being able to continue being friends with them just because I really trust mm-hmm. them to that extent um, and it's interesting because like the other buckets I feel like they have shades of differences but for some reason good friends and best friends for me just have that big like jump and I don't really know why I don't categorize people it just kind of happens the way it does yeah but that's how I see it how do you see it I think you brought up like really great points um especially with the best friends you would think that like because you're best friends you have to constantly be like up to date with everything and like texting each other 24 7 but I think like there are best friends for me like that but there's also friendships that I consider our best friends and we actually only talk like not that much but it's it's still like the depth of the conversation like you said is more to it than just how was your day or like just little things in your life you kind of like talk about more vulnerable topics and also you brought up the point of like best friends it doesn't matter the distance or proximity and I think that's totally true especially like my best friend from high school like I knew her since like middle school and I don't think we've ever had a class together which is really funny so like it it really does work that way like obviously you could have a best friend because you guys were actually close in proximity but it's also that like you don't always have to be close in proximity and sometimes you just connect on something other than that like your values or the way you see life and that makes you stronger and the friendship stronger but yeah I also have like weaker bond friends um I would say like you said like good friends and more like acquaintances like acquaintances are people that I had in like class and like maybe we were really close in that quarter or that class that we had together but and we add each other on like social media but you like their posts but you never really text each other to catch up and you know I think that's totally fine and I'm glad that they were there for me with for that class or for that time period of my life and for my good friends I think they're people that like I catch up with once in a while and like I'm curious about their life and I ask about their updates but it's not people that I could have a deeper vulnerable topics with and I think with good friends there's other specific types like maybe one friend you go for advice or one friend you talk about traveling or one friend you talk about painting and it's and you kind of know that's all you'll talk about because there's no other like depth to that relationship but I think I realized that there's so much value in each of them. And that doesn't mean just because they're labeled right now as a good friend or a weaker friend doesn't mean that they're not as important. I think each people and each relationship is important in my life. And I think it's important because like, obviously, there's sometimes where I want to talk about traveling or sometimes where I want to talk about hobbies or sometimes I want to go for advice and all of that is needed in my life. So, yeah. Do you want to move on to relationships or is there anything else you want to add before we move on? Yeah, I think the only thing I'll add is that for um, best friends, it's not just like someone that I uh, trust that I can kind of like vent about my deep, vulnerable stuff to. It's also someone who is willing to share with me their difficulties and vulnerabilities. Mm -hmm. It's it's very two-way. I feel like um, if I'm the only one venting and like, on the other side, that person is just giving me very surface level, like, 
updates on their life. That's true. And I don't feel close to them. I just feel like they're someone I can vent to. Mm-hmm. It's, they, they I, I don't know. Like, I feel for best friends, it has to be very two-way. Because I do have some friends um, where it goes both ways. Like, I have friends who vent so much to me, and that's okay. But then I don't feel comfortable venting to them. Oh, yeah, so I feel thing. like yeah. Like, they're not getting that death from me, but yeah. I'm getting that from them. Yeah, <laughs> um, I agree. And then, um, I mean, I don't really share that much about my life to people who don't share back to me, to be honest. Like, I, I'm re- not that often on the other side. Same, I'm more of if a I... listener and a lot of friendships um, because I prefer it that way. But, like, with my best friends or closer friends, I'll be more vulnerable just because I think I feel more comfortable, not because I choose not to share. Yeah, I feel like I'm usually not on the other side, but if I am more like the the oversharer and the other person is just listening, I also don't feel that close to that person because mm-hmm. then you just listen to me talk for like an hour and I learned nothing about you. But I think everyone's <laughs> so, different and what they want in a friendship is different. So whatever works is fine, honestly. Yeah. 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 That That's just how it is for me. Though, yeah. I will say like for her. For best friends like i need to know about you and i guess you get to know true, about true. me yeah but um that's it we can move on okay relationships this one's a little more juicy i feel like <laughs> yeah i don't think mine is that interesting though yeah but i feel like <laughs> we have two honest. different very um different um i guess experiences yeah <laughs> I, I feel like our viewers could have had an even juicier guess where they could meet someone who constantly had someone in their life i know i'm sorry we did not but i feel like it's still interesting because i feel like high school experience and college experience is very different experience. yeah so i think the person i, mean, I, I wanted to go back to like eighth grade um like mm-hmm. eighth grade spring summer um i was introduced to this person i don't want to say their yeah. name it's really awkward yeah, that's not just call this person like x <laughs> okay x <laughs> x um it's so funny yeah um i was introduced to person x um through a friend and um from a different school that was nearby mine she just invited a couple people and i invited a couple people and we met up as a group and then we really vibed so we like ended up hanging out like every two weeks and then why every two weeks like why not every week <laughs> i don't know it was kind of a hassle because oh. like like we didn't go to the same school oh, like, that's okay, the that thing. like you actually have to meet up because you have your right you have like your your school and like your life there and then now you're trying to meet people from a different school that's true. like that's true. <laughs> i don't know like it's a neighboring school but it's not like your school so you can't just meet up mm-hmm. like at the end of the hall that's true school. like it's an effort mm-hmm. it's an effort that is an effort um so we just met up and like we all vibed really well. We like had a group chat on Facebook, I think. Yeah, I think we were when Facebook was popping. Op- yeah, we had a group chat on Facebook and we would all hang out as a group. But um, later on, as with every group, you just kind of vibe with certain people more. Um, at least for me, I, that usually happens with larger groups. Um, so I ended up just talking to this person a lot. Um, like just one-on-one like outside of the group chat this was still like spring summer by the way and then we actually found out we had like a lot of surface level similarities like our family backgrounds I guess ethnicities are similar it's kind of like ethnically racist I don't know um, well you connect don't on judge them me because... <laughs> but we connect like that's a good connection yeah yeah we talked about like just like going through that um 
what else was going on? I think at the time I was actually getting into a big fight with a best friend of mine and I couldn't tell any of my like girlfriends in that group because they knew my best friend. Like we were in the same group. So I only had like one person to really talk to, which was this person. Oh, that makes sense. Like not a female <laughs> and like doesn't know her. So I, I think I just vented a lot, to be honest. And you felt um, comfortable doing it. Well, yeah, but now I think about it, did I feel comfortable because this person is, you know, a great listener and we have a lot of death or did I feel comfortable just because like he's not in my friendship group now that I'm thinking Mm -hmm. about it, right? Mm -hmm. I think at the time I probably thought like we have a like, you know, connection here because this person is listening to my problems. But at the same time, I don't know if that person really listened to my problems because then that's kind of how things went downhill later on, to be honest. Um. Yeah, we were just talking a lot. Talking on Facebook ended up being like, there was this thing. I think it was called Tiny Chat. It was like a webcaming. Oh, I just remembered. I remember that. Yeah. Tiny Chat. Was it Tiny Chat? Something tiny. I think it was like Talkbox and Tiny Mm -hmm. Chat. I don't know. But we ended up doing Tiny Chat a lot, too. Wow. What did we even do on Tiny Chat? I don't even know. What did we do on Tiny Chat? Did you ever really try to think hard? I remember Uvu and and, like Skyping friends (laughs) and like my crushes. I'm just really trying to think what did we do on like webcam because like we didn't share a screen. You did it? I remember sharing my screen. You no, didn't share my screen. What did we even talk about for so long? Like it's kind of awkward, but it's like kind of like cute, you know. I'm gonna switch scenery real quick. Yeah, I'll just talk about but, um, like my experiences okay, in high school. Go. Like, um, I mean, I didn't date anyone, so I don't know. But I just remember, like, like I guess I feel like people just dated because they were like close proximity wise. And then obviously, like, different friend groups, you just kind of get introduced to different friendships and friend groups. And then whoever you're close to, you just become. And if you're, like, obviously attracted to them, they become, like, a couple and stuff. But I guess, wait, one, I feel like I had this really problem that I didn't really think about until I went to college is that I was really afraid of relationships in general. Because, like, that commitment was really scary to me. And that's why it... Maybe, like, there's more to it. Maybe in high school, no one really liked me, and that's why I didn't get into a relationship. But also, like, in college, I realized that I had, like, this fear of committing, and not because I didn't think I'd be, like, faithful or whatever, but just the idea of me being responsible for someone's happiness or whatever it was very, very scary to me. And that's why even getting this relationship in college was a big step in my life. And so, yeah, but I'm kind of very sad that I never got to experience, like, the cutesy um fun high school thing because like you know people always talk about their high school crushes or high school high school love but I don't have that experience but yeah yeah no I, I agree with you and um mine wasn't that cutesy or long um, <laughs> I'm, t- I'm wasting way too much time recollecting like Wait, how long did you <laughs> um were how I long mean, were we you with it for a like two to three months max so it was like september to oh, november that is after black friday i thought it was black four friday, months I remember um okay so i'm just gonna skip this is way taking way too long but basically we talked for like eighth grade um march all the way till high school like um and i think again now i'm applying all these theories in life because they actually do apply in real life oh my gosh mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we went to different schools, but high school, I ended up, like, after eighth grade, I went to high school and we ended up going to the same high school. So like we like 
met more in person. Like there was just more opportunities to meet up because you could just meet up for lunch or like after school. It's not like you have to make your way to travel to like a different place mm-hmm. now. And because we went to the same school, we just talked even more. Um, we talked a lot more like on phone call basis and like texting basis mm-hmm. um, instead of just Facebook and like video. And then our whole group just disbanded because like when people go to high school, like you don't all get, I mean, in SF, there's so many high schools, like 13 plus. Everyone was just scattered. Um, everyone was making new friends at their high school. So at some point it was just like, me him and like one other girl but Mm -hmm. we're not talking about the other girl (laughs) anyways um we just got so close sadly it was over message (laughs) sadly it was over message um but we were just like at this point where we feel really comfortable like sharing each other's troubles but the more I think about it I think I was like fascinated with the idea of someone sharing their troubles with me and feeling very special and maybe that that actually came from like a like a concerned mm-hmm. uh, point but when I didn't call it off with my best friend he got really angry that's scary at me <laughs> yeah. um and, I'm, and then I was like who are you to tell me how to live my life to Ooh, be honest word. um no no that was just I just thought about that. Like, it was like November it's like who are you to oh yeah also our birthdays are really close like one day apart um wow. but then these are like surface level November babies like sur- like what are you going to connect on like after that we yeah have the same birthday great yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. You know? like very surface level like similarities you know what I'm saying like yeah. it doesn't last long if your similarities are just very surface level yeah but I, I chose my friend my best friend we also didn't share the same like values in school this person skipped school a lot and I went to all my classes I was an AP student and I thought I could change this person um, this person would tell me things like, I went to school for a straight two weeks um, this time, thanks to you. And I would feel very special. But then if I think about it, like, that's not healthy for me. That isn't um, healthy. Because, like, if he's relying on you to, like, tell him to go to class and that's the only reason why he's going to class, like, one day you'll feel really bad that, like, he's skipping school if he goes, like, that's because of you. And then, like, you'll feel like you have to be in the relationship just to make him happy or, like, have him on the good track or whatever. Tried to be friends for, like, just kidding. two weeks. No, we, we, just, we tried to talk on two weeks. It was actually really childish of me to cancel someone on the day they thought I was going to cry. <laughs> That's true. But at least you admit was... your wrongs to you. Um, anyways, so we talked for, like, two weeks. So we ended up having a conversation and we decided to be friends and it was like for two weeks, but it was like really weird. Um, it was just really weird. We, we couldn't go back to our like eighth grade, like friendship um, on Facebook and tiny chat anymore. It just didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, maybe I was too young to be mature about being friends after, or maybe I don't know why, but yeah, that's kind of my spiel. And then ever since then I've had like weird, like, crushes that I thought could have happened in high school but it didn't happen so here we are so here we are <laughs> that's all I gotta say um, yes here we are. I guess I'll share my experience in college like it's funny that you talk about how like you only like connected it with him with like shallow things now that you think about it because um and it didn't really develop more and I think like for me um like in order the only relationship I had is only because we I reached that like beyond the self the beyond the shallow 
um, surface area talks and I really connected like deeper meaning and like um, like the person I dated was he was really my friend first and then we I realized that we like talk a lot and like we were just close friends but I didn't really think much about it after but then once I started having like long conversation I really enjoyed like the time we spent together and like talking about different things about like and I would open up about things I wouldn't with normal people or like unless you're like super close to me and then I enjoy talking about like um like the meaning of life or like weird dreams that we had or it was just like a range of topics and I feel like I didn't really have the range of topics with a lot of people and so I became more open and also um I've never met anyone more persistent (laughs) in like I guess chasing me and I think that like at first it was scary but then um that persistent made me open up more because it made me feel like he's someone that wasn't gonna leave um and I think that's part of the reason why I was scared of relationship it's just like maybe like it's not gonna work out and I think it's just like a negative view on it and that like why not why not try it and like why just think of the result before you even give it a chance and so I gave it a chance and I mean sadly I am single again but I think I learned a lot through the relationship and I think like i realize what I'm like in a relationship and that's very important and yeah it's definitely different I think for me because because I didn't have that relationship in high school I feel like maybe I had so many expectations on what a relationship was like when it shouldn't be and I wanted to do the cutesy little things while being mature and doing all that and so it was I was creating like too much expectations and and also there was just a lot of hardships because we were like long distance for a while and also like moving on to a new chapter like graduating from college and all that is very very difficult so yeah but I think I learned a lot and I am still friends with him it's funny that you say that um about keeping friendships maybe you weren't mature is what you said and I think maybe maybe I'm mature right now to keep being friends I guess because we are and I think because we didn't have like a huge falling out like he didn't cheat on me or whatever that like it was fine and there's no big um trouble to not be friends there's really no reason not to be friends but it is hard and so I understand why like people can't be friends with their exes after yeah um what was it like like now that we talk about that since you never did it in college Do you ever think that like now that we're in our early 20s, we're kind of running out of time and we have that pressure to find the perfect partner for marriage or whatever? Yeah, I feel like um, I definitely have thought about that, but it's not that big of an issue as like I know some other people are thinking about that right now. And I I think that um, it's because the older I get, the less I like care about timeline. I still do. I'm not saying I don't. And also, I think the older I get, the more independent I'm becoming, though I don't want to be, like, alone my whole life. I'm not trying to say that, but I'm saying I'm more okay with mm-hmm. not. I love being independent. Yeah, I'm saying, like, I'm at this point where, like, I'm okay with being independent. Mm-hmm. But I'm not saying that, like, I want to be, like, single mm-hmm. and lonely my entire life. Like, no, not that. Yeah. But I will say that it also has to do with the fact that I'm just 22. Maybe when yeah, I'm, like, I think tw- it's because we're early 20s. Yeah. When I'm, like, 27, maybe I'll yeah. be feeling like I'm running out of time. I feel like. I feel like, like you said, early 20s, I 
I don't feel it as much right now, but I think sometimes I like think about it because like, you know, you have those ideal like um, years of like dating and then ideal year of um, when you want to get married. And I guess it's like, I want to be together for a certain amount. And then, you know, and then sometimes it does feel like you're running out and like you have to meet soon, but I wouldn't put my that pressure on myself to be like, you have to find that person now. And I, I think also because if you do that, that's when you don't meet someone. I feel like it's when you least expect it is when you find the, I guess, perfect person. So we'll just have to see where it leads me and you. <laughs> yeah, something else um, I will say is that like, and it works for some people where they speak it into existence. I'm just not that type of person. I'm more of like, uh, if it happens, it happens. Um, I feel like I'm very old school where I like meeting people like naturally, like being friends first, having good conversations, and then seeing if Mm -hmm. something develops or not. I do know in this like modern day and age, especially with like quarantine, people do just meet people like online, like through apps. But But how else are you supposed to meet someone? You know, like I obviously like am like you too, because I like I said I'm kind of just more on the side where I'm afraid of relationships so like if I were to get one it has to be someone like I connect with like on a deeper level but I think like I mean I'm not saying that's not possible through like dating apps and stuff but I think it's definitely harder um, because I have to be like like friends with them first and like blah 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 and I think that's like a long process versus like you know dating apps it's like a quick process you like see someone you swipe and then you talk and see whether you like guys you guys click or not but I think it's also important to note that like it's so much harder to meet someone now in quarantine and stuff so there's really no other way I feel like there's not a lot of options out there Now that we talked about, you know, what the lifestyle was like, um, let's go into the lows of, you know, being in relationships, whether that's friendships or, you know, personal romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, How about you start? Um, What was what were some of your lows just fighting with friends? Um, I think when we talk about fights with friends, it kind of is different throughout the years. I think when I was like a lot younger, it was a lot about like petty dramatic fights that now that I look back at it I don't even like remember what we fought about but it was just so dramatic for no reason whether that's like um I don't know I actually don't even remember like why we fought but and then there's like fights you have like now that's funny you talk about that because like this month I wrote in my blog that like about our fight and how we kind of had something that could have turned into a bigger fight but we made it more of like a mature conversation and I think as I grow older I realized that you don't really need to fight with someone as long as you guys are communicating what your problem is and I think it's hard to be mature though honestly because sometimes it could feel offensive if someone what you're not doing or like this is what I expect but I think as long as you're trying to be more empathetic and like realize where that person's coming from and what, whatever, I think um, the fights is just kind of different now that I'm older. But yeah, what about you? What are your fights like with friendships throughout the years? 
Yeah, I feel like as kids, um, well, I grew up pretty shy, to be honest. Um, I don't like fighting with people. So I honestly just didn't fight with people. Mm. And that's bad because if something upset me, like, obviously, I'm not going to fight about every little thing now. But I feel like when it gets to the point where it is a big issue, like, you should speak up. And when I was a kid, I just didn't speak up to a friend, even if it was a big issue. Mm -hmm. And if someone spoke out to me, like to argue with me, I would just say sorry. Um, I feel I like I was really so different. My side. I was like, so I feel like I was opposite where yeah. I was like petty. And if someone like called me out, I'd be like, no, no, that's not true. Or like, I'd feel so like offended and be like, F you or like whatever. But yeah, it's funny. We're so opposite when we were younger. Yeah, I would just say sorry. But I think high school me was more of like a like stronger personality. Mm-hmm. Like, F, not F you, but like okay, not actually F you, but you know what I mean. No, no, but yeah. I was I was like meaner in high school, but like high school me also, I don't know. It's interesting because like it wasn't necessarily trying to come to an understanding. Too sometimes it was more about just like getting easily offended and True. having to explain myself. And I think now like me fighting with friends is uh, more of coming to an understanding. So I went from like not speaking up to only speaking my side because I feel like I was mm-hmm. misunderstood but not necessarily That's so like, true. hearing the other side and now it's like both ways um and I'm not saying like my friendships are perfect now fighting with friends oh, but same. for the most part I try to come to an understanding there are some friends who don't reach an understanding with me um and I think those are the ones that I just end up drifting from yeah. as an adult um because it's okay if I'm not like best friends or good friends with someone anymore I could still be like regular friends with them but for the ones that I straight up just don't talk to anymore are the people that if I get into fights now and I try to come to an understanding and like they just don't understand they just want me to say I'm in the wrong then it just yeah I feel like my views on fights just kind of changed because like I feel like when I was younger it was like there was a winning person and a losing person in a fight but now it's like it's not about who wins or loses. It's about coming to a mutual understanding of why someone might feel that way and why someone um, came to you or would come to you to talk about those problems. And then how would you resolve it? And how, how do you because you want to keep that friendship alive. And um, in order to do that, you guys have to have a both mutual understanding and come to like, I guess, a negotiation or whatever, versus like when I was younger, I was like, I want to win the fight or why am I losing this fight, you know, and feel like it's unfair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, something else that comes after with these people um it's just this awkward moment where you go from like being super close with someone, at least for me, and then I just end up being strangers again. Mm-hmm. Strangers again. <laughs> uh, strangers again. Plug but, to um, DJ so Ramen on SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So awkward how you can be like so close to someone and then you can become like strangers again. But yeah, for some friends I fight with, it either makes us stronger or just a regular friend or strangers again. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how it goes now. Yeah, I feel like that's gonna be a topic we talk about in lessons on like what happens after friendship um when like you were close and then you're not close anymore like how do you feel about that but we can go more on that lessons section of our podcast but yeah is there anything Mm -hmm. else you want to add about like some low points of friendships yeah I I think um I don't know if these are like low points that come with the person But it's more of, you know, friendships are not always, like, sunshine and rainbows. Like, when someone doesn't give you the same level of effort that you think you're putting in, I don't know, like, 
who is actually putting in more effort, just what you perceive, it's easy to feel like someone doesn't care about you or doesn't care about the friendship or that like, oh, why isn't this person like, like, why is this person always flaking on me? Um, I've definitely felt those Mm -hmm. parts about a friend, like just not feeling like it's reciprocal and it makes me feel undervalued. Um, Something else that comes with friendships that are kind of low is like comparison because we tend to compare ourselves to the people around us. And like, it's, you know, much easier and logical to compare yourself with a friend who's like your age than like, Mm -hmm. like your parents or your aunts and uncles or, you know, it's just so much easier to compare someone that's similar to you. And that's kind of tough, right? Yeah. Your friend should be someone like, you know, that you look up to or, um, you know, is happy to be around, but sometimes you can get kind of toxic if you're comparing yourself to your friends. And I think that just comes with friendships and, I don't know if that's necessarily a hundred percent bad thing because I don't know if I'm comparing myself with my friend and I'm jealous of them. I mean, that means they're someone that's worth being jealous about. I don't know. Like they're doing cool things, mm-hmm. right? I don't know. I don't know. I actually don't know if that's even like a big low, but comparison is another low I will say. And obviously like the last low is just losing someone. Right? Oh, that's, that's so that true. Hurts. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, yeah, it hurts. Yeah. Yeah. But I think also ta- what you talked about, like when they're not putting in the same effort, it's also like a low point is like, sometimes you might feel like, Oh, how come this person is not putting in the effort into our friendship? But like you see them putting in the effort into another friendship. And, <clears throat> and then sometimes you can like doubt yourself and like, maybe like, hate yourself for it but you got to remember it's not like about you and if that person is not putting in the effort into a friendship that you want then that's on them and I feel like that's sometimes hard to do because sometimes you like would rather like blame yourself for it um but yeah that's a low point and it's hard it's definitely hard but yeah especially if you've know that like at one point you have to lose that friendship but you want to keep it alive I feel like that's also really hard yeah and then there's those friends that you kind of feel like you just don't click with them anymore and they're giving you more stress than value Mm -hmm. and you have to come to a difficult decision to like distance yourself Mm -hmm. from them that's hard too. That is hard. There are definitely some people who are constantly like reaching out to me and like I just don't have the time and energy to be, you know, 24/7 available to that person. I also feel like our time has passed and it's hard to tell someone politely that right? mm-hmm. um that's kind of like the dark side I I will say with friendships where it's not necessarily two-way anymore. Yeah, I agree. What about breakups? Yeah. What are some experiences obviously breakup in general is just a low point I think but what was kind of like your experience like yeah I only have like one so I can't even like generalize honestly same though they're usually at um <laughs> wasn't even that like long but um I will say because when you're so close to someone like that you see and talk to all the time it's just low that suddenly like you just don't have that person to constantly message. Oh my gosh. I think I really agree. Something I realized is that like, you can't just message someone 24 seven, at least for me, I feel super annoying. But for some reason, like that person, like we talked all the time and I didn't feel annoying. I felt Mm -hmm. like that annoyingness was welcome. Yeah. And suddenly like, I just didn't have someone to constantly tell something to. 
That's so sad. I mean, I, I, I had yeah. my best friends. Uh-huh. I had my best friends, but like, if my best friends and I were like in a fight, like I can't tell anyone because like that person's mm-hmm. gone. But I would usually talk to mm-hmm. about like what's making me upset. Um, something else is that like you do things together and then now you're kind of just doing it alone that's why yeah. i also think it's good to actually have your own goals in life yeah and, and other like, friends separate, and other yeah. friends i'm a huge believer feel, in that you can feel very lonely mm-hmm. when that person is out of your life and it's also not healthy to tie everything Same. together mm-hmm. um i guess one more thing is that just feeling like no one else is really gonna like you which sounds very like self mm. um, unappreciative I don't feel that anymore mm. but it can in that moment like, oh my yeah. gosh yeah like what if no one else good is gonna come along yeah like what like, if they were the one you know what if like that was like my only chance yeah. to, like no no it's girl don't even think that mm-hmm. um but at the time it definitely felt that way yeah same I think um you touched up on some really great points which is like the constant messaging it was like you know it's the little things you miss like the good morning text and then the person you like last text before you go to sleep or like the little person that you could share your little excitements to because you can't like be like oh to a random friend and be like I'm so happy I got this coffee or something they'll be like okay I I don't care or you know it's just like the little things and I think also what you talked about there's just like sometimes um you have so many great memories and you have to like look at photos and like like um those memories pops into your head and like you want to share it with that person but you know you can't or you shouldn't and then it's hard to like separate that feeling of a memory and that it's different presently and also I guess yeah like having to do things alone and independently especially the things you would do together but man it's just there's just so many lows but I think like what you talked about you just have to um remember to like when you're in a relationship to um have your own individuality of like hobbies and friends and other things besides that person because you don't want to rely on your whole happiness on that one person because when obviously you don't want them to be gone but when they are like you'll feel like devastated and like wonder where your source of happiness will come from now but if you don't depend on that person for your whole happiness then it'll be hopefully a lot easier but obviously it's still going to be very hard but yeah um I I feel like you said another point that I agreed with but I can't remember neither can I but I I circle back on that it's so important not to put like your 100 percent happiness in one person like one that's that's a lot of pressure on that other that's person, true i will yeah. say and two but sometimes you don't know and, it you know you just yeah but it. if they do know it it's a lot of pressure yeah, yeah. um and two like when they go it's like very tough yeah i mean it's gonna be tough either way but it will be even tougher if you do that right it's also good that's why you have like best friends I guess so you can tell your best friend stuff when you can't tell someone else mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. it's good to have friends but that's sad if you don't have best friends I know. friends, and that was the only person you had huh yeah dang no we're sad now I just feel bad for people <laughs> oh wait also I just remember the thing about like how you think like maybe you won't find another person I feel like I definitely felt that too and you know what sometimes I still feel that but it's 
like you just kind of have to remind yourself that like there's just so many people on this earth and right now I'm like not searching for anything honestly I'm very happy to be alone and independent and finding myself again I feel like my true self again and I've always like prided myself on being independent and I feel like I'm gaining that source of independence back but yeah I still sometimes do think like oh what if no one will ever show up and maybe that's maybe that's true but hopefully that's not true and I shouldn't think that way and you know when who knows who knows what life will be like in a few years yeah you touched on some points there and I I think because yours was more recent and mine was so long ago Mm -hmm. um I will say like because after that person and that was like freshman year of like high school like 2012 it's 2021 now. Mm. holy shit it's almost nine years since I was in high school wow whoa wow that is almost crazy. a 10 year anniversary or like old. reunion or whatever I feel old but anyways um it's been so long ago and I've had crushes after that I'm gonna say like that's true when I had like crushes after and like obviously I'm over my crushes now but like when I was in the moment uh-huh. like really feeling these crushes I was thriving I was like excited to talk to these crushes okay, crushes like, are so fun though let's be honest it's like, I was like honestly like you know you go through that like oh maybe I won't find someone yeah. else and then you find someone who could potentially be someone obviously it didn't yeah. happen sadly but like when you find someone that could potentially like that you're interested in yeah. like you get really excited that's and true I will say like I had some crushes it didn't work out but I was like having really good conversations with these people much more depth than I had like with that first person I will say I mean it didn't happen so maybe nothing else was better for me no I'm just kidding Um, I'm just kidding but better conversations were out there Mm -hmm. and I actually felt listened to yeah but yeah it's definitely hard right now for me because it's been like Stephanie said a little bit recent and also I've date this person for like over a year and stuff but um yeah I think like we just gotta hold on and not think negatively and yeah that's it in conclusion it's hard and scary but you just gotta have hope yeah life moves on sad as it does but it does yeah time time heals heals. everything (gasps) we said that at the same time time heals yeah it does yeah We've discussed our lifestyles and our lows and, you know, what comes last, which is the best part is lessons through all these relationships. So I think we kind of talked about a lot of this stuff actually in in the answers, but let's start off with like friendships throughout the years. Like what did you learn? Yeah, like you said, there's a lot of things we already touched base upon. So I'll try to keep it concise. But I think there's, um, I learned that there's different types of friendships and there's definitely a varying degree of closeness with a lot of people. But like I said before, there's just um, no way I can like rank them. And I think they're all important in my life for different aspects. And then I also think um, um, I realized that with people I'm actually more closer to though I tend to be closer to people that I can relate morally like I said in the previous podcast like me and Stephanie we were um we had like same classes but like after when we didn't have the same classes the reason why our friendship kept going was because we kind of had the same morals and the same views of our lives and the way we want it to be and I feel like that's why we're still friends to this day and that's why I'm close to a lot of friends to this day and um had I not 
had that same morals. I don't know if I would have that same friendships with you or other people. And then I also realized that friendships goes both ways. And if you're the only one trying and you ha- you're like telling them or communicating with them the problems and how you want them to fix it, obviously you don't want to be like toxic and demanding. But if you truly feel like you need help in that friendship because they're not trying or putting in the effort, then you kind of have to make the healthy decision to move on. And that's obviously hard because losing friendship is really hard, especially if they're like close to you. Um, But sometimes it's necessary for yourself. And I think there's just like, like relationships, there's just a lot of people out there. So um, if you lose a friendship, you shouldn't lose hope that you wouldn't find a new one. You just got to continue. And I think um, I also realized that losing friendships is normal and like um, you shouldn't blame yourself for having those people gone in your life. But I think it's hard to, but you got to realize to cherish the memories you had with them and then just be okay with the fact that they've changed. But just because your relationship with them changed in the present doesn't mean your memories changed. So you could always cherish the the memories that you had with them and be happy for them, I guess. Um, Because for my experiences, I've had like high school friends where I was close to them in high school or like study abroad friends when I studied abroad in like Korea and stuff, but I'm not close to them now. But does that mean my memories was not fun and I hate them now? No, like we're obviously not that close, but I am super thankful for them. And I'm so glad we had the memories we did today. And I still cheer them on just because I don't talk to them every day doesn't mean that I don't like them. It's that we're just different now. But I think I want to thank them for all the memories we had together. So what about you? What are some lessons you um, learned throughout the years for friendships? Yeah, I think you touched a lot of points that I can agree on. So I'm not going to repeat too much. But I learned that it's okay um, to not have the same goals in life anymore. But something that really does matter to me is shared values. Like, we have to kind of morally share the same values. Um, That's like the one thing I don't think I can be really close to someone who just values really different things than me. Um, Like what is right and what is wrong, even though there really is no such thing as what is right and what is wrong. But in terms of, like, you know, growing apart in terms of interest, that's totally fine with me. Reciprocity means a lot to me right now. I think at this age, it wasn't something I thought about that much as a kid. But now that I'm older, I do look for um, someone who I want to be there for and can trust that they're going to be there for for Mm -hmm. me. And I think um, this is something I talked about in my blog post. But, like, everyone is super busy as you get older. But the people who really matter, like, they will make time for you despite their their busy schedule. Like, they'll try to squeeze in 30 minutes to listen to what's up. Or if you're in an emergency, like, they'll find a way to, like, you know, pick up your call or something. Like, that's something I just learned. Like, people who matter will make time for you. And that's the same for me. Like, no matter how tired I am, like, I will make time for someone who really matters Mm -hmm. to me. Versus someone who I'm just, like, a general friend with, I might just say, like, can we do, like, um, another time next week yeah. instead? Yeah, another time. Um, something else that I kind of learned for myself is that I actually used to feel really shitty in a sense that I've always been the type of person that has been in a lot of friend groups, but never really had, like, one group that has lasted over, like, years. Um, I end up being close to, like, one or two people from that larger mm-hmm. group all the time. 
it just happens and I used to feel like oh maybe I'm just not someone that can like maintain a group um because I I know some people who have been in the same group like since, I know like, forever I so like, jealous I they do that. of them though like because I've always you know yeah. you see those movies and like um yeah like the typical movie friend groups where they like knew each other since they were like young and now they're like in high school and college and then now adulthood and they're still friends and sometimes you wish that I definitely wish that I had that but you know I, I realize it's totally normal not to have that and it's okay and just because you've met someone like a year ago and you're that like best friends with them doesn't mean that like that's not as great of a friendship than a friend that you were friends with since childhood or like a group of childhood friends you know yeah like I see some squads that date back to like middle school until now going strong and I like don't have that because I've just been in so many groups same I've only been close to like one or two people outside of that group today but I'm actually no like I should be thankful that I'm so close to one or two Mm -hmm. people from those groups like my best friends today like they're not all part of the same group like one person I met from kindergarten one person I met in high school one person I met at work and then you know you I met in college and that's okay like but when I was younger I I did kind of like beat myself up true like oh like how come I can't maintain one solid group forever I think something else is also like time bound being okay with like you know time doesn't define relationship there were some people in my life that I clearly just wasn't vibing with anymore I don't know like vibing if is the right word to say but but I would like I guess guilt myself for not leaving them because I've known them for so many years and I felt the need to stay with this friend um or else because we we have so much time together like we have that history but like as I grew older like no like you can know someone for like five years and have been tight with them but like if you are just not agreeing with this person anymore it's totally okay to Mm -hmm. move on to your own separate life but when I was younger I used to feel like the need like the longer I know someone like that means I can't let go yeah just so unhealthy which but yeah that's that's my that is a good lesson um tell me about your lessons you learned from relationships yeah, I don't, I only, one person, I can't generalize, I can't, sorry, but um, I can say I. shared values, shared values is so important, I think even more so than friends, because, like, like, if all goes well, this person, like, I hope whoever is next, like, I end up spending my life with, and I, I really have to have the same moral values as this person, um, I think in my case, because arguments was a lot, I mean, I also know that, like, now that I'm older, like, I can't just be with someone because of, like, surface level stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doesn't work out. Surface level does not work out for for, for um, romantic relationships for me, maybe, like, regular friendships. But something else I noticed is that, like, fighting is healthy to an extent that, like, I'm finally communicating how I feel because growing up, I didn't do that often. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, if you're fighting with someone so much or disagreeing, um, like, I don't know if that's good because it means you guys are never aligned like mm-hmm. fighting is good once in a while because then you're finally sharing with each other how you guys both feel and you want to come to an understanding but if you're fighting like every freaking week that just means you guys really don't have that much in common and you guys see life very differently mm-hmm. um so that's something i learned like fighting good to an extent but not all the time and not never too yeah some things i learned i think um from my one relationship like you I learned um personally what it what I'm like in a relationship because I've always kind of been curious and you don't really know until 
you're in one, you say you'll be like this or that, but you don't know until you're going to be in one. And then I learned that, like, I learned what I have to do to keep a relationship healthy and stable for, like, my next relationships. And then I also learned that um, this is one really big lesson that I learned is that um, when I was in the relationship, I used to think that, like, you shouldn't change someone because that's, like, their personality and, you know, if like, I shouldn't change that person for me or whatever. But I really realize that if there's, like, a constant problem that is persisting, then it is important to change whether yourself or your partner, you ask them to change for the benefit of your relationship. And and that could work in a healthy and stable way. And I think um, you talked about fighting, and I think that people fight for reasons because they care for each other because if you don't care for someone you wouldn't fight in the first place right you wouldn't put in that effort but when you are fighting then you have to come with a resolution and find a way to like end that problem so that it doesn't constantly bring back up onto the surface and I think that's what I was doing wrong like a lot of the times like if I was doing something wrong I'd be like okay I understand your point but like, this is just who I am. And then also for him, he'd be like, okay, well, um, I understand your point, but this is just my personality. But obviously, like, like at that point, maybe you'll move on. But after a certain while, it will come back again. This problem does not, like, go away unless you solve it. And, um, yeah, like, sometimes it is important for you to change. And changing is not always a bad thing if that means it's for a better relationship and a healthy relationship. So that's a really, really, really big lesson that I learned and I will be, like, using moving forward. And then also one last thing is that um, I've actually been reading a book that Jenim um, recommended because she's doing, like, her book book club and that's, like, her February book. And it's about, like, the five love languages and – that you should um, sometimes like you're in love with someone because there's like a spark or whatever. But then later on, you kind of find your relationship to be drifting and you wonder like, how come this love doesn't last with any relationships? And that's because you're not like speaking in that person's love language. A lot of the times, like you might like if you if someone tells me I love you, but my love language is not about like words of affirmation, then I wouldn't feel appreciated unless you Um, do some acts of service because that's my love language so I think it's important to understand each other and like want to understand your love languages and then change for that person and obviously do the things that you want to do on top of like trying to do the things for your partner and speaking their love language so yeah that is my two biggest lessons that I learned is there anything else you want to add to that no I think I agree with a lot of it excuse me um, I, I think I really agree with what you touched upon with Jen Nim's, like, love language as well. And I think the only thing I will say is that hearing all that you said um, just makes me add that, like, really it's understanding, right? Coming to an understanding after a fight and, like, a compromise. Yeah, it's so like, important. A compromise is important in a sense that, like, no, like, don't force someone to change for you, but you should change yourself for someone, and the other person should change for right. you, mm-hmm. not change, right? I mean, change themselves because they care about you. Like, it goes both ways. Like, yeah, no, don't tell someone to change, but that person should want to if they really care about you. They should want yeah. to change, and you too. Yeah. Um, 
yeah I think that is really important and that just comes to like I understand what you're feeling and that this is a problem Mm -hmm. so I'm not going to do this in the future or so I will do something else in the future so I think everything is about one understanding and two like compromising yeah (laughs) um to be honest I totally agree because like I feel like my relationship we were so good at understanding each other but we were so bad at compromising and so when you you have to have both because if you don't have the second one I will tell you the same problems will come up and no matter how many times you try to resolve it or like push it to the side and like you guys are happy again and then later on it'll come back up and you will and honestly to the end is if you don't find a resolution the ending is that you guys are going to break up and so that's that's like a really big lesson that I learned and I think it was hard to know it when I was in one but now that I look back um I understand more now that like I'm away from the relationship and I think it also comes across like if there is no like compromise or change in behavior, it's like, did you even listen to me? Mm-hmm. I-, I thought you did, but then now that things changing and it's coming back, so it's like, did you even yeah. really listen to me at that? I don't know. Yeah, but, and then um, I think you like end up because you know everyone's changing constantly, um, day to day, month to month, a year to year, and so if you don't like find a resolution, I think people are gonna change separately, but you know, like sometimes it's okay to change together, but you got to change with the relationship and for the person. But if you don't have a resolution, you guys are changing in different paths. And in the end, it just won't work out. And that's scary. But it's something I learned and I will take with me for a long time. Yeah, no, um, relationships are difficult. Um, Trying to be in sync with someone and being aligned is difficult because, you know, humans are complex and emotions we don't know what we don't know what's going on in someone else's yeah. mind um in short so that's so true if you can find someone you can be really in sync mm-hmm. with like that is that is amazing um I have yet to find that person I mean I guess for friends I'm pretty in sync with mm-hmm. like two people which I feel so grateful for because I actually know people who haven't found that mm-hmm. like best friend where they're really in sync that's with. so true so I'm thankful I have that mm-hmm. in life yeah yeah I think you also touched upon a good point of Oh, I just forgot. It was so good, though. Humans are difficult. You don't know what's in someone's life. No, it's something about syncing <laughs> or something. Fine. It's hard to find someone you're in sync with. Yeah, but I forgot my point. Even friendships. Yeah. Like, it's actually not that easy to find a friend that you're super in sync with. I feel really lucky to have found that. Yeah, but hopefully both of us will have um, better outcomes with friendships and relationships in the future. And hopefully we'll continue yeah. to improve into our relationship goes into goes into moving forward like how do you approach like you know starting friendships or relationships in the present now especially now that we're not in school it's so hard dude I, I feel like I haven't made new friends post-college <laughs> and I hang on to my college friends the most and then like the previous friends I've had um, throughout my life but man friendships in adulting especially in a quarantine and pandemic as so so difficult but I tried I think the only friends I really made were like work friends but I don't even know if they considered me a friend (laughs) yeah because they're older than me and yeah but hopefully they do but other than that I think I'm okay with it though I'm pretty content with my life and the people that I have in my life so I'm okay with um the friendships I have now but I don't know how I will continue to make 
friends in the future. I hope it gets better. I hope Corona goes away. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, um, I think I only made one new friend at work. And I don't know if she even considers me as a friend, too, because I'm, like, younger mm-hmm. than her by, like, like over five years. But she's the only person that um, I have made friends with. And we're not, like, super tight at all, actually. I would categorize her as just, like, a regular friend. Um, and I think that I'm also okay with not making, like, super tight friends with at work. But I think, like, post-corona, I would like to make friends, like, post-college. I don't really know how. Like, maybe, I think I talked about this in another podcast, but, like, maybe I'll join, like, I don't know, like, yoga, like, a like a regular yoga class and meet mm-hmm. people there or some type of, like, club or some kind of hobby. Yeah, definitely thing. hobbies. I'm going to approach. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to do Bumble. Is that, is that a way to make friends? I don't know. I don't know. Like, we'll tell friends. you. We'll keep know. you updated because we don't know how to make friends yeah that's actually kind of how I want to approach like relationships as well um I don't I don't have to meet someone at work and I think it's actually kind of awkward I mean it sounds cool right now but if you think about it it's so awkward if you meet someone at work and then you guys don't work out and you have to go to work every day and see that person so I'm actually okay if I don't meet someone Mm -hmm. at work but um I don't know I still don't like the like non-organic like naturally meeting someone like I don't really like just going online and swiping on someone and like deciding this is the person so I think I might also do my plan for making friends like just joining hobbies and hopefully yeah. in those hobbies I'll meet someone um that by is chance by chance like relationship as well wish us luck so that's the end of our fifth episode thanks for tuning into our knowledge post college podcast If you liked what you heard and you want to learn more about us, we have new content every Thursday, so be sure to check out our Instagram, YouTube, and blog, which is also at Knowledge Post College. Chat soon next Thursday.